Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. It's great to be back uh, live in studio with you. This morning's guest will be the vice chairman of the Sandy Township Supervisors, Kevin Salandra. Just a real quick note. We want to support our local firemen in Dubois. Dubois Truck Company number 72 will be holding its famous Fireman's Platter. Tickets will be available for purchase this Saturday from 3 to 6 p.m. and on Sunday from 1 to 4 at their firehouse. As you know, Chief Federici was on recently, and of course we support our firemen. So go see the Volunteer Fire Hose Company, truck company number 72. When we return, we're going to sit down and have a discussion with Kevin Salandra. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community Accounting Services for local family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm Michael Clement. It's great to be in studio with you. Live in studio with me this morning is the Vice Chairman of the Sandy Township Supervisors, Kevin Salandra. Kevin, thanks for making time to stop in. No problem. Good morning, everyone. Sir, I want to, it's going to be a wide ranging uh, 23 minutes, I think, but we're, I think we're going to cover a lot of ground. Uh, there's a lot going on in our community. Obviously, uh, consolidation and lots of questions about. This alleged investigation into our city of Dubois. But before we do that, can you tell us, like, who is Kevin Salandra? Well, I'm a CPA. I've been a CPA since 1996. I worked in public accounting uh, full time for uh, around nine years. And then uh, I've been uh, CFO of a local not for profit, as well as I'm currently CFO of a uh, family car dealership in town. Uh, I also uh, maintain a consulting and tax practice on the side, so I keep fairly busy as well as being a township supervisor for the last uh, five and a half years. So you've been on a town, you've been a supervisor for about five and a half years. Yes, and so you've uh, seen probably a lot of things in that time. One of the big things was obviously uh, consolidation. I think when I was a young person, we tried to consolidate and it failed. I think. Uh, I've said it a couple of times on this show, Jason Gray, in my opinion, was well ahead of his time. He knew that consolidation would be good, at least in my opinion. You think consolidation is good? The voters have spoken. Ever since I was elected supervisor, I was uh, probably one of the first ones to say that I was in favor of consolidation. And uh, a couple of people at the city said they couldn't believe I said the C word because <laughs> I said that uh, I was in favor of consolidation early. I actually voted no for consolidation as a supervisor because I wasn't happy with how the process was going. And uh, I wish things would have went a little bit differently. I believe uh, that if we would have had uh, a home rule charter instead of a third class city, that we'd be in a little bit better position uh, moving forward. I also believe that if there were wards set up instead of uh, the council people being done at large, that that would also set up the community to have a little bit more equal representation. So those were the reasons I voted no. But in general, I think consolidation is a great thing for the community. I think that uh, it should hopefully provide a lot of uh, financial savings for the city and township residents because there's a lot of duplications of services and uh, things like that that should uh, 
we should be able to be much more cost effective as a bigger municipality. Yeah. So if you don't mind, if I can ask you about that, because I appreciate that. That's why I'm for consolidation. At heart, I'm a conservative. Those who know me know I'm a conservative. I don't like uh, duplication of government. Seems mm-hmm. to be a lot of money. But there was a plan put forward. And I get confused with all these other committees and who the members are, but it seemed like we put forth a plan of spending like $7 million from day one to build new fire departments and things of that nature. Do you think we need to take a step back from that? I was never in favor of spending uh, that kind of money because I'm not sure how we're going to be able to do that. Right. There are a lot of grants available, and that's actually never really been voted on by the 10 member committee that's been or the 10 member board which is composed of uh the five city councilmen and the five sandy township so that plan's uh, never been voted on by all of you no we've looked at we're still gathering information before we determine sure. what we can do and what we can spend financially but we do need to uh, make sure i mean my goal is the taxpayers voted on this with a promise of a decrease in taxes right due to the economy i don't know if that's still possible or not but we definitely cannot have uh multi-million dollars spent on buildings and still uh, try to keep taxes at a reasonable amount. So I think we need to look at what we can do, look at uh, the most appropriate location for fire stations, see what we have that we can use, see what grants are available, and try to do what's best for the taxpayers as well as the safety of the community. So you, yeah, so you would maybe be for it, but seems like your number one priority is to keep taxes at a low rate or reasonable rate for the people of this area? That's what we have to do. So in light of that, um, it seems um, Sandy Township Supervisors, uh, according to a Courier Express article on March 29th, the Sandy Supervisors issued a statement on the alleged allegations, and I want to get your thoughts on those. I know that it seems like the supervisors, they went on to say, Sandy Township calls for an immediate and detailed financial investigation and thorough audit of the city's accounts, including those recently found by authorities to have been kept off the books. They also go on, and I'm not going to read you all of it, but it said, if a consolidation is to be done, it must be a fully transparent process built on a firm foundation of solid financial knowledge. We do not have that transparency or foundation now. They continue to say Sandy Township is in talks with the Pennsylvania Department of Economic Development about DEC. DCED funding and and executing an appropriate independent audit of the city's finances. Is that still the position? Is that your position? Yes, it is. And uh, the city has moved forward with uh, the Department of Community and Economic Development. Right. And that's something uh, they put out an RFP. They're going to be uh, getting uh, proposals in. That way they can uh, determine who the best auditor is. I'm not sure how that process is going to work. I believe DCED is going to be heavily involved in that process of uh, picking the auditor because uh, it's very important that we get somebody that has uh, proper forensic accounting skills and uh, is well-versed because I believe the audit is going to uh, cover a substantial period of time and obviously a large number of accounts. Right, and I think the supervisors also said it'd be, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but wise to for those to, that were involved to step aside we definitely need an independent audit of all the financials. Right. We definitely need an independent audit. And, uh, you know, if there were other people involved, I would agree with that. That's, I have no idea if there was anybody else involved right. or not involved. But if there were, I would agree with that statement that uh, they should step aside. So 
the supervisors have said that some trust and confidence appears to be broken. That from the statement I just read to you from the mm-hmm. Courier Express. How do you think? I know you don't speak for all of your colleagues as a Sandy Township supervisor, but there has to have been talks about how we move forward from this. How do we regain that trust? Many of the uh, voters in Sandy Township have approached most, if not all, of the supervisors and said that they have a lack of trust and a lack and see a lack of transparency mm. and would like some changes. And I agree with that position. I uh, think we do need to have uh, a little bit of a change to get this trust back in the community because consolidation is an important process. It's something that needs done for the betterment of the community and the betterment of the citizens in the community. So I think we do need to have uh, all the community members that voted for this, as well as the ones that voted against it, starting to trust everybody again. Right. And I think it's going to take a change in leadership to do that because the trust has been broken. Yeah, it, it appears that it has been broken. That's uh, I've never seen so many people at city council meetings. Um, I must admit myself, I went to my first one. I got attacked at that one. That was the first one I've been to probably in I was there. I witnessed 20 that. plus years. <laughs> yes, I did see you. And actually that was, I think, the first night I met you, which uh, I find interesting because I think um, it shows even my inability to get involved and pay attention. I think, unfortunately, a lot of people don't pay attention to local leadership until they need it, right? Either the road needs paved or we have a situation that needs everyone's attention. That's a a typical Sandy Township meeting. The audience is composed of uh, the news media and a couple employees, fire chief, and uh, that's about it. Uh, Our meeting Monday night, that's what it was comprised of. There was uh, one person there with some township business. And other than that, it was employees and media. And we welcome people to come to our meeting, ask questions, get involved, and uh, makes it a little bit more interesting for us sitting on the other side of the table. If people come and have questions and concerns and that we can help them. Yeah, absolutely. I would say even through this process and this show, even City of Dubois officials, much more approachable than you think they are. And same for Sandy Township. I've had uh, Mr. Sam Mollica on the show as well. And now I've had you. I think you're all approachable, and I think uh, sometimes it gets missed that people do want to serve and try to do the best thing for their local community. No doubt. No doubt. So back to uh, your CPA, which I learned in our phone call, and I never knew that about Mm -hmm. you. What do we hope to find from an audit? Or what can you tell us, like, you're asking for an audit, but what does it show us? I mean, what are there going to be findings of, like, there was no oversight? According to Ron Trasden, when you read the city audits over the years, there are findings that say we didn't have the correct oversight. I don't know with my own eyes, but maybe you can give us a, an idea of what an audit's going to tell us, or what are you looking for? Well, the audits that the city done, has had done, uh, I've not... I've looked at some of the audit reports. I've not read the management letters. Uh, It would either be in the management letter or the opinion, what Mr. Uh, Trasn is referring to. I haven't read that with myself, myself, so I can't really comment. But uh, typically an auditor does do a management letter if they find any lack of internal controls or uh, anything else that they find uh, troubling or that could cause the financial statements to be misrepresented. An auditor usually puts in a letter to management and wants to see those concerns corrected. Right. So this is a different type of audit. This is a forensic audit. Okay. So they are going to be looking to see, are there any missing funds? And also, uh, from what I've read and from what I've seen, the city audits uh, contain the general fund and the water fund and the sewage fund. Right. And I know you guys were careful in your statement to say, and when I say you guys, Sandy Township supervisors, including these accounts that I... 
I, I can't say this for sure. I don't know if they're back under city control or if the AG would have control of them at this moment because of the investigation, but I would imagine you'd want to know what's in those accounts. Right, and we need to know that for multiple reasons. One, they need to know that because uh, there are some alleged criminal acts. And okay. I very carefully said alleged criminal right. acts. Yes. So they're trying to uh, determine uh, what, if anything, uh, was done inappropriately. Then we also need to know what's the true financial picture of the city. Because there's, again, from reading uh, the police reports, from reading various articles in the news media, and from what I've seen as uh, a member of the 10-member board, there are some accounts that were not included in the work that the consultants did because they were outside the scope of what the consultants were asked to do. And I think those accounts and those account balances uh, need to be looked at by everybody because the the total money that's available from the township and from the city should be looked at for this consolidation process. Because as you mentioned earlier, you know, there's potential for millions of dollars in buildings that need to be built. So we need to look at all sources of funds. And if there are other monies there that are available and can legally be used for some of these projects and aren't reserved or put aside for a particular purpose already, we need to look and make sure that uh, we're using all available funds because we don't want to unnecessarily raise taxes if there's money there that can be used. Right. If there's money there that can be used to build a fire hall, I don't want to raise uh, taxes to build a new fire station. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think, uh, so how long, in your opinion, like how long does this, something like this take? They're telling us uh, most likely probably it's going to be a nine-month procedure, give or take. For the audit? For complete forensic audit. Right. I'm sure. But again, the RFPs aren't back, so that could change. That's just some of the information that uh, the township manager has given us. And I believe that came from DCED, but I'm not sure. They said, you know, six months to a year, but figure on nine months. Now, with those audits, do they, when they do something like that, do they also look at contracts within the city? I assume it tells us where the money went and how much and to who. It should. It should. It should. Okay. Yeah. They're going to have a particular scope of work that they're asked to do, and that's uh, being developed by DCED. Okay. So. Yeah. I think uh, DCED would be new words, new new acronyms for people in our community. I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure how they all work, but I, as I understand it, they focus on the grants and the and that type of money that come into municipalities. Right. They're actually helping greatly with the consolidation process. There are uh, stamp grants and unfortunately it's a strategic uh, management plan i don't unfortunately don't know the exact acronym for stamp (laughs) but uh, there's a two hundred thousand dollar grant we received that that's what paid for the initial study the initial consulting work we're on our second two hundred thousand dollar grant which was supposed to pay for architects but that's where uh, we voted and it passed instead of paying for architects we're pausing the uh, architectural process and using the rest of that grant to pay for the uh audit Right. And I voted no for that. And you did vote no, right? Right. That doesn't mean you didn't want the audit. You were just concerned about where the money is coming from. Right. Because these stamp grants, to my understanding, uh, is limited. I believe there's five stamp grants, $200,000 a piece. And the city pays 5% of the money. The township pays 5% of the money. And DCED pays the rest of the money. So if we run out of stamp money, the expenses are going to be split 50-50. And I didn't feel that the... uh, in the future, and it is an if we run out of stamp money, not necessarily that we will run out of stamp money, but if we run out, we're gonna be paying for additional expenses 50-50. So in theory, that means that the township residents are subsidizing the uh, city audit. And since there was, uh, since this is all the city, I didn't feel that the township residents should be subject to that potentially. So I felt that uh, I would vote no. 
But it has passed, and you're it okay has passed. with the audit. We definitely need the audit. Done. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the stamp funds are available for so many things. It's available for engineering. It's available for writing new codes. It's available for uh, rebadging the township police cars and trucks to, uh, say, City of Dubois when the consolidation's complete. So there's a lot of expenses that people don't think about. You know, new uniforms for the police. Right. You know. Lots of things need done when we finally uh, finish this consolidation process, and all of these things have costs. And the stamp money is to help greatly offset that to the community. So DCED is doing a great thing and providing a great amount of money to the area. All fascinating and hard to comprehend. I've said it many times on this show. I feel like I need a whiteboard to understand how we did consolidation. I need a whiteboard to be able to understand this investigation from the attorney general. I need a whiteboard to understand DCED and all of the things that go into this. It's quite complicated. It does uh, seem quite complicated. Um, Let me ask you this, sir. I had uh, a great discussion with uh, Mayor Eddie Walsh and uh, Township Supervisor Sam Malika about consolidation. That plan is done. They met the year requirement uh, to get that some sort of a plan in there. In light of this investigation... Where do you think we stand with consolidation now? Legally, we still have to get everything done. Okay. Uh, personally, I feel that we need to put a pause to the process, and we actually talked about that at our township meeting on Monday night. It's so hard to proceed when we don't know what the results of this forensic audit are going to be. Right. We have, uh, you know, we're looking at potentially building new fire stations or doing renovations to fire stations. We need an addition on the municipal building because neither municipal building is adequate to serve a consolidated uh, group. The offices just aren't big enough. And I have trouble moving forward with that and voting to move forward with that until we know what all is in play here. Again, there's a lot of allegations. Right. And we don't know what's true, what's not true yet. And I really feel that we need to get that ironed out before we can move forward. So, And if it's going to take nine months at least, maybe, mm-hmm. even if they did it a little quicker, that's still a ways away. Right. I mean, to build a building, uh, you know, it's not, I want to build a building and we start tomorrow. Right. There's a lot of architecture that has to go into it. There's some grant funding that's available. Contractors are hard to come by. So it's going to be once we decide what we want to build, by the time it gets done, we need to have uh, that time. And I think we need to put a pause on everything until we can uh, do that. Legally, uh, we're not sure what we're allowed to do because consolidations are fairly rare in the state of Pennsylvania, and there's not much case law that supports this. So I understand that there's a petition going around to uh, potentially have a revote. Okay. And not sure what's going to happen there, if there's even any legal merit to that. But I heard that uh, yesterday that there's a petition circulating that... uh, Many residents of Sandy Township feel that uh, they weren't given proper information when they voted and they would like a revote. I personally would rather see a petition going around to ask for a little bit more time to get things done. Right. I know. I'm on record. I've said the same thing on my Facebook posts. I think it's important uh, that we do consolidate and move forward. I think in the long run, it's going to save taxpayer money, but no one cares about my opinion. You're an elected official. Um tension high with the i assume there are a lot of people upset on both sides of this issue i think most of the supervisors are in agreement uh it seemed like we all were when we uh, had our supervisor comments at the end of our meeting monday night that we need to have a pause that way we can slow things down get caught up not have the subcommittees meet because the subcommittees right now uh 
really, we haven't had a consolidation meeting with a 10 member board in quite some time. I believe we're having one in May. We need to pause the subcommittees because they really don't have any direction because we haven't had any meetings to give them direction. Yeah, I think that, uh, I think a pause would be wise and I don't know how you do that. I would, I don't want to assume anything, but I would. We're not sure how you do that either. Right. (laughs) Judge Ammerman may be getting a call, I guess, to try to figure out if that's even something plausible. I don't know. Correct. Right. Um, And I'm sure, speaking of some things in Sandy Township, who is your solicitor? We use uh, the gentleman is Scott Weiland, oh. and uh, he's out of the Harrisburg area. Okay, so you use an out of town right. solicitor because mm-hmm. they ne- specialize in uh, municipal government. Yeah, and the one thing I note is I never hear him. Mm-hmm. I, I, he, he obviously he does. We take a little bit of a different position than right. uh, some of the other local governments. We have a great township manager. We call the solicitor when we need him. We don't have him attend every meeting. We call him uh, or have. Uh, our township manager, Sean Arbaugh, get in touch with him when we have questions. Right. But we don't have them attend meetings. A lot of the local municipalities have the local solicitors attend every meeting. Yeah. But we uh, we don't do that. We only Just have, take a different approach. Right. It's a little okay. bit more cost effective for the residents of the township instead of uh, paying him to come to every meeting like a lot of municipalities do. We right. just call them when we need them. Right. Speaking of uh, Sean Arbaugh, who I think does a great job over there, I have to ask because I don't think it's that common, but I'm going to ask. Does he have a 10-year contract? No, our solicitor has told us that, uh, at least in uh, township government, that that is not permitted, that we're allowed to have a contract with our employees for a maximum of two years. So he has a two-year contract. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. All right, sir. Well, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about your re-election. Sounds good. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Lifespan Family Services, located in Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact. I'm your host, Michael Clement, sitting here live with Kevin Salander, the vice chair of the Sandy Township Supervisors. Sir, I know we covered a lot of ground, and I appreciate you doing that. One thing that we do know is in election year, uh, I understand you're up for re-election. Yes, I am. Uh, It's been five and a half years. It's been a fairly quick five and a half years. Uh, We went through, uh, we had to hire a new township manager during that five years, a new police chief, new engineer, and a new... uh, zoning and code enforcement officer. So we've been pretty busy during uh, that five years as well as consolidation, which is uh, taken up a lot of time. It has. Um, what are your priorities as you seek re-election? In all honesty, I was planning on doing one term and being done. And when it came time for re-election, I was trying to hold my ground, but I had a lot of people in the community come up and ask me if I would run again. Uh, I'm not afraid of the tough questions. I'm not afraid to ask them. I feel like uh, I've been silenced multiple times, but I still keep coming back. And uh, I want to have a transparent process and I want to do what's best for the taxpayers. Yeah, well, you're always welcome on this show. You won't be silenced here. Uh, But sir, I do want to thank you for coming on and uh, giving us your thoughts and feedback. I know I asked you tough questions, even in a re-election year, but we appreciate you taking them. We appreciate your service to uh, 
Sandy Township and even to the people of Dubois as we go through this consolidation process. Well, I appreciate it. And I'll uh, definitely come back on the show at some point if you'll have me. Uh, we'll definitely have you, sir. With that, uh, I just want to say thank you again. And I hope everybody has a wonderful day.